This episode of the Chicken Egg Podcast is brought to you by Teammates. Teammates serves all kids. Any kid, grades 3 through 12, can be a mentee. In a recent survey, almost 90% of mentees said they are proud to be in Teammates. It's a school-based mentoring program where mentors and mentees meet in school once a week to build a friendship. And as you probably know, both sides get so much out of it. To apply, go to teammates.org. Now an extra point away from making it 14 to 10. Come on, Connor. Blast this baby through the pipes. It's not Connor, is it? It's Kalen Meyer. Kellen Meyer. Kellen Meyer. Kellen Meyer is out there. October 4th. September 4th. You always got to know those backup kickers. Have to. You have to know who the backups are. Come on, Greg Sharp. There's probably guys, you know, whenever you're covering a sport, there's no way this guy's going to get in. Right. We've all, you've called games. I've called games. There gets, when you're getting real deep into a, you know, a roster, a depth chart, whatever, and you're like, there's no way. Johnny turnovers getting in the game. It's just not happening. When you're covering a basketball game, you're only 12, 13 deep at the most. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to have something on everybody, and you'll know how to pronounce every name. But then there's somewhere, you know, when you're covering football, it's like, look, there's 100 guys here. Like, I can't be... I can't <laughs> be going through this whole list. Like you said, Bobby, Bobby turnover or... or you know, Jared snaps a lot. Like you can't, you can't, you can't be worried that. about these. You guys. cannot do that. But yeah, that was. Uh, I can only hope you kind of teased me there for what the reaction. I, I assume we're going to play the full call of Greg and Maddie D. Did they melt down to the degree that I would have thought they would have melted down after Kellen Meyer? Not on that one, huge Kellen Meyer. Not on that one. I, I thought it would be a little bit more than it was on that one, but there were some great moments. I think we need to find a way, and I don't know if it's, we're allowed to do this. Like, can you get a segment sponsored where you're using audio from the Husker Sports <laughs> Radio? And now Meltdown Moments from the Husker Sports Network, brought to you by the Husker Sports Network. Maybe the Husker Sports Network can sponsor this segment of ours because it's becoming a tradition unlike any other we find the disaster plays of the weekend, and we listen to Matt and Greg shave years off their life with stress, right? I mean, that's pretty much what our podcast has pretty much become that during football season. Like, kind of talk about the game, mostly play the play-by-play calls, and then that's it. We wrap it up. Yeah. All I want is the emotional roller coaster of Matt Davis. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, he fumbled it. Oh, no. You know. Oh, no. Oh, no. He fumbled it. He fumbled it. Oh, no. That's that's what I want. You know, that was against Illinois. But the the beauty of a lot of this is that you have people just tweeting at us to let us know certain things. Right. Like, hey, he did this. He did that. He slapped Greg Sharp after this call. He slapped him after this call. He gave another yes. Which, by the way, is Matt Davison's catchphrase, and he's embraced it, which yeah. I like. Yeah. Which I like. Don't fight it. Don't you dare fight it, Matt. Just embrace what we've done, all right? You just hear a yes man, and I mean that in the most positive way possible, all right? Yes! Speaking of uh, avoiding it, so I, I was supposed to be in Arizona. For who? For who? Oh, wait, that was last year. What type of challenge is just... Mesa, Arizona, provide for who? Arizona playing Washington last year. What type of challenges does that present? You for who? Prepare for that. For Arizona. Arizona. I guess I'm not following the question. Washington. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> 
incredible. That will never get old. The never. reporter asking Bo Pelini how they're going to prepare for Arizona in the bowl game, the week of the bowl game, when they're playing Washington. <laughs> Okay. What type of shit? I can't say the word Arizona. No. Without without thinking about what type of challenge. What type of challenges? <laughs> I mean, he was challenge? confident in that question. Mm. Type of challenges. Yep. Okay, so why type were you going to be in? You were supposed to be in Arizona. I was supposed to be in Arizona, and uh, I was supposed to be out there for a Thursday night high school football game. So. Uh, was that I that was crazy game. To be out there. Were you supposed to have that crazy game? Okay, I'd rather not talk about it. That was okay. going to be you, Crikey dot com. So our whole house got COVID nineteen. Our whole house just got COVID nineteen this past week. That's a that's a it's, those are some challenges on why you couldn't get to Arizona. What type of challenges does that present? Prepare for that. I was supposed to be out there. Bobby Carpenter and I were supposed to call the game. And then Monday, I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel the chills a little bit. Cohen had it. I'm like, "Ah, this feels like it felt like when I got the vaccine a little bit. Chills. I got chills throughout my body. Stuffy head. I'm like, I better go get tested, even though I don't want the answer to the question that I'm about to ask, because that means I can't go. But obviously, you don't want to spread it to anybody. So I I tested question is, And your question is? And your test, and your test results is, and your question is, <laughs> and uh, came back. I mean, it was like having flashbacks to seeing the pregnancy test turn a different color, where you're both like, "What?" Oh you know, man! Just, yes. And so it turned that way. Kelly got so anyway. Long story short, we couldn't. I couldn't go. I couldn't go to the game. Oh, so. No. I'm like, well, I guess the bright side is I'm not taking a cross-country trip. I'm not feeling that well. I'm not taking a cross-country trip to Arizona. For Arizona. And what's the worst that could happen? Like, I'll be, you know, it's, yeah. the time change and everything is probably for the best. It's probably not, not going to be that great of a game. Right. So you're not going to get it. It's going to be a forgetful game. I wake up Saturday morning to the tweets of, oh, my goodness, Hamilton comes back to beat Bishop Gorman. They're down 24-7 with a minute left. And I'm watching the highlights going, no, no. Oh, no, he fumbled it. He fumbled it. Oh, no. This isn't happening. Like, this can't possibly be happening. So, you you know, you're happy for, obviously, the guy who got to call it, who's done a great job. We just hired him, and he's really good. He's doing some um, good things. And probably did better than I ever could have. No. But anyway, yeah, is that is that weird? You're kind of in this in this spot of, like, Really hope the game's terrible. Oh, it's greatest ending ever. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm, honestly, 24 to 7, people that haven't seen it, I mean, they have the, the highlights of it uh, circulating on the social media. It's 24 to 7 with a minute left. And they and wh- whoever, whatever team, Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton came Hamilton. back. Alexander Hamilton came back. They were in on the field where it happened. <laughs> the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. Beat Aaron Burr University. They bur- they beat Aaron Burr true. High. <laughs> I don't believe the every Cup. time Hamilton High School takes the field, it's always against Burr. Yeah! Coming up this Saturday, it's the sixth matchup of the season. It's week six. It's Hamilton Burr. We're settling the score. And there's Burr, and you're not going to believe it, the quarterback with another bullet. <laughs> it's a duel. A duel has broken out in Hamilton Burr again. And Burr with a bullet, ooh. <laughs> and Hamilton goes down. Burr with a bullet to the end zone, and Hamilton goes down. So who That's won? Very, Hamilton lost good. or won? Hamilton came back and won the game. Well, right. So yeah. I mean, who's I texted now? Bobby and, and I texted Bert? him that, that morning, Saturday morning. Oh, I hate COVID. He goes, "You missed a good one, buddy." Jeez, oh, <laughs> thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby Carpenter. Appreciate you very much. So yeah, we've been home for right, everybody for, doing okay. For, for everybody feeling all right. Now. Everybody doing. Everybody, you guys doing okay? Everybody doing okay? We're, the kids are great. The kids are great. Uh, Kelly's really tired. Okay. Uh, I am just like most times. Carrying the family on my back. Um, 
doing all of the chores, everything around the house, it, it falls to me. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, obviously the vaccine did its job. Um, unfortunately, that means I'm fairly healthy and I have to do a lot of work around See, here. You, know, so, you had to vacuum and clean and do all that <laughs> stuff. That's no good. When you get the vax, you got a vac. <laughs> vaccine leads to vacuum usage. That's not what we want. <laughs> That's not at all, at all we wanted. So anyway, but here's the thing. I can't, you really do take things in life for granted, do you not? I cannot taste or smell oh, right now. What? Really? Yeah. I've lost about nine pounds because of it. Right. So, you just eating like kale? I'm just not even hungry. Like, if you can't taste anything, do you even want to eat? Well, I've, that's right? I've been, you know, knock on wood, your boy hasn't had Rona or anything like that, you know, but like, and I'm vaxxed, so this could lead to more vacuuming, which they didn't tell me that in the fine print. Cracky.com, <laughs> Pfizer. But I've wondered what it's like when you can't taste if you still crave certain, like, you still want to eat what you want to eat, but it's, wow, that's that's a bizarre, that's a bizarre predicament. Yeah. You want to eat, but then as you're eating, you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not getting any joy out of this. Yeah. It's right, like... Like, hey, let's celebrate without being able to yell or clap. It's like, all right, yeah, well, I guess I'm not gonna. That's not good. Not gonna do that. So, have you I mean, just not the... been eating, or you've been making better decisions with what you eat? Um, I have been definitely not making better decisions. So let's not like I'm not like. Oh, good. Now I can. Now I can take advantage of this by eating cauliflower. Get out of here. Yeah, that's not. But where it's like, I would be like, oh, let me finish the kids' meal here. They're like. Why would I? It's like it's just literally it's empty calories. Literally, it, really it just is. It's just literally. that's it. Okay. Well, yeah. <sighs> so okay, it's um, yeah. I mean, we I picked up a pizza the other night. It's in the car, and usually I can't wait to crack that thing open when I get home. The car had no smell. <sighs> I miss pizza smell in the car. Oh man, got nothing. Got nothing. That's not good. So. Yeah. It's well, okay. Not, so it's you did. Good. Did you I get your game to... day radio game right, though? I mean, I assumed in the comfort yeah, of your home, you were able to do I've, that. I've done like eight shows from home. Okay. Th- this right, week, so still working and doing like, thing. I think I'm setting records for COVID radio shows. Right. I don't think anyone's done more shows with COVID in a week than I did this past week. I did game day on Saturday. Got to watch Nebraska and other games that we'll get to a little bit. But <sighs> okay. yeah, it was. Well, uh, I'm glad everybody's so doing anyway, okay. It's, um, yeah. Everything's everyone's doing fine. Okay. Uh, kids have been out of school for a while. And I tell you, having healthy kids at home, oh, not great. Lord have mercy, right? Yeah, that's not good. That's when you really you realize you took for granted your taxpayer funded child care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No question about it. Public no schools. So so yeah, we're uh, hanging out. So if you're you know if I can't smell you as I'm looking at you right well, now, I can't I smell, smell you. terrible. So let me tell you, you're not missing much. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. Okay, well, that's where I'm, I'm at here. I'm, so I'm, hopefully, I don't, I don't think I sound nasally. No, you sound fine. You look good to me. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm staring at you through Zoom. You look like a guy that's lost nine pounds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have, I have lost, I have lost nine pounds. I'm sorry I, you missed out on I, Hamilton Burr Part Two, though. That's that's too bad. Yeah. That, it, and and again, it's like that's these are first world problems when I'm you know yeah. you can play ah that stupid COVID you forced me to miss a football game yeah well but that's life you know it's the little things it is everyone's not got their crosses the little to things. bear and mine happened to be Hamilton and Burr that's so. it but I didn't uh, I, I was able to see and I was able to see a college football game um, on Saturday so it was as impressive a performance in a defeat as you'll ever see. What did you think about Auburn? Ah, I knew you weren't doing it. I knew you weren't going to set it up that way. I was at a wedding in Hastings, Nebraska, so you boy didn't get to see what? any. Yeah, right? I know my cousin got Is married. That and, right. Yeah, so well, I didn't get to see. Hold on a second. Hold, hold yeah. oh, don't on you, a second. I know where hold you're on. going with this. Okay. So – was this a wedding that was delayed from COVID? Not to kind of tie I'm this aware. all in. Not that I'm aware of. I'm not aware that they right. had a date set and COVID pushed it back. I am. That's that's snooze to me. Snooze to me. It, was this person, this cousin of yours, were they the impetus for Scott Frost trying to get out of the Oklahoma <laughs> game? I was Scott Frost invited to the wedding. 
and knew Oklahoma was at center, so he was just trying to get out of it for the last six months. That could be. I mean, it's uh, on some sort of connection. It is my uncle Chip's daughter, Chip Baugh. So oh. you never know. There could be there could be that former Husker thing. Maybe every former Husker gets invited to their daughter's wedding. I don't know. Maybe that's what all this was about. But let me tell you, when I got that saved the date and I saw September 18th, I might as well have been like Ace Ventura when he saw the picture with Ray Finkel in the in in the team photo. Who the heck is that? Because I immediately got on the horn and was like, "Hold on, hold on now. Are we aware that this is the biggest game on the schedule? Are we aware of this? That's a real bummer. Did you have a good time though? Oh, I had a good time, and it, it ended up. To, shouts out to Big Noon kickoff because the game started at eleven locally, and the wedding wasn't until four. So I was able to watch oh, the okay. game, but nevertheless, you know, it just was was a little was, was a little jam packed day, you know. Yeah, all right. Jam packed. Right. There you were in Hastings. Yep, yeah. you were so in I Hastings. So, for yeah. it. Uh, Long story short, I didn't get to watch the uh, the whiteout Penn State Auburn. I did not get to see any of that game. All right. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't have used that as a, as one of the punchlines. Uh, I enjoyed for, it. I enjoyed watching it. these games. So I do apologize. So, what was the conversation at the wedding? About like I'm sure everyone's talking yeah. about the yeah. game and like oh Nick Baugh he does multiple podcasts about this what do you think Nick like what were they I would say the I honestly felt like the major overall it was positive I I, th- I think I I don't recall I mean certainly you 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 know you pointed at the kicking situation the penalties different things like that that were that left a lot to be desired but. But overwhelmingly, the people that I talked to at the wedding were all fairly encouraged and positive about how that game unfolded. I mean, shoot, they were – did it get up to – I think it got up to 23 points before the game yeah. in terms of, of the, the point spread in favor of, of Oklahoma. So the fact that it, you know you go from a 23-point spread where people were just saying, man, let's just hope that Nebraska can cover the, Nebraska can cover the spread to where you felt like Nebraska – had numerous opportunities to not just cover the spread, but win the football game. So, yeah, I mean, but it, but it's it's funny, though. Like, that game, I think overall you have to walk away from that game feeling some semblance of, of optimism and, and feeling decent about the, the progress that was made. But at the same time, that, that game is kind of the living embodiment of, hey, is this glass half full or glass half empty? Because you can paint it however you want to paint it. I mean, I can paint you the glass half full picture, right? Held an explosive Oklahoma team to 23 points, uh, kept Spencer Rattler in check for the majority of the game. The offense moved the ball, just couldn't finish drives. Like they, they had an opportunity to knock off a top five team on the road. Haven't done that since 97, right? Like tons of positive things. But at the same time, it was the same stuff. Like, penalties, special teams, lack of discipline, lack of organization, all those things that we have been talking about now for three and a half years have not improved. So it's weird. It's like I thought Sip's headline in his story was perfect. It was like undeniable growth and undeniable progress, but the same issues nicks any sort of hopes of an upset. That's kind of the day in a nutshell. Would you? How did what? What was your feeling walking away from the game? First of all, where? How would we ever evaluate whether or not you can take a moral victory unless you had point spreads? Right. Like, what? Where would we be without Vegas and point spreads and the analytics of what? Because if no one told you what the score was supposed to be or what the margin, and, there, and you take Vegas out of it. You know, you're looking at a ranking. I, I, I don't know. And then you watch it. I don't know if you would feel any different. I think the – it felt like, yeah, Nebraska's in it. They've got a shot. But did you really think they had a shot, right? Was it fool's gold? Did it feel – did it feel as close as the score would indicate? You know? And I thought I, and it I did. Think with the I... mistakes, I think you can go back and do the kicking and all of those things – Look at this offense for Nebraska. The the one problem that they've had, running backs carrying the football, 2.9 yards a carry against FBS. What was it in this game? 2.90 yards per carry right. from the running back position. The offensive line looked better at times. Still some inconsistencies, but I think that's probably a net positive coming out of it. 
So, you know, and the splash plays were good. I think the fight in this team was good. I also think that this is kind of what you see from Nebraska. Is it not like Scott Frost and his teams, when they're big underdogs, for the most part, they put up a pretty good fight. And I always struggle with, is it because the other team doesn't respect you and doesn't anticipate much, or is it because you're getting closer? And that's that's really where I kind of struggle. I don't really know. And, and Nebraska, the bottom line to me is Nebraska's never going to win big games until they take care of the little things. Yeah. And and those little things, like you said, continue to three and a half years. I think the net three and a half years of the same conversation. Yeah, I think the game is a net positive for Nebraska. I really do. But like you said, it's how many how many times can you can you have the same the same conversation? The rest the recipe is the same. It's the same conversation. Whether it's a twenty-point game or a seven-point game, it's always oh, if you hadn't done this or hadn't done that or hadn't done this, or if you would have made this, made that, made that then, yeah, we're having a different conversation, but we don't get to have that conversation. Yeah, you never do. I know. I mean, it's hard because that's what's, that's why it, it literally feels like the living embodiment of, of the glass half full, glass half empty type thing. Like, And some of how you view it is probably a window of how you viewed it heading in. Like, if you felt like you weren't believing in where this thing was going, that game certainly provided all sorts of ammunition to hammer the same stuff. If you were a fan or someone that was thinking this was maybe heading in the right direction, there were elements in that game that you could point to, like, hey, look at this. Like, this got better, that got better, this got better, that got better. And I I think there's – the it's just like anything, there's probably some, some – both sides are – have some truth to them. Uh, Nebraska's defense did to Oklahoma pretty much what no defense has done to Oklahoma in years. The Please. 23 points are the fewest points that have that Oklahoma has scored under Lincoln Riley. Like that that's a that's a really impressive stat. And I remember it was a couple weeks ago, can't remember if it was on ESPN radio or here, but talking about how I was more concerned if I'm Oklahoma, I'm more concerned about Spencer Rattler than I am their defense mm-hmm. because I think Spencer Rattler has been built up and seen with DJ Uyungle have been built up into something that they're just not. They're just not. And you're seeing it on, on the national stage. Shick, I mean, you, and if you, if you didn't know anything about anything in terms of who was billed as what you watch that game and, and then say, which of these two quarterbacks are a Heisman contender? I mean, I think you – I'm not saying it would have been a, cold, a clean sweep that everyone would have said Martinez, but you would have gotten a lot of people that said it was Adrian Martinez. He was ever bit as good as Spencer Rattler, and and honestly, could have you could have made a case He's that he better. was better than Spencer Rattler was on, on Saturday. So that's what's so hard about what to make of that game, Schick. Like, I mean, the defense held Oklahoma in check – uh, for for large stretches of that game, the offense moved the ball, just couldn't finish drives. They got inside the thirty yard line four times, I think it was, and they come away with you know ten points and it scores sixteen points for the game. And so it, it's there was there was some positive things, but I'm with you. I just can't help but keep coming back to you know again coming out of a kickoff. Scott Frost has to call, they have to call timeout on first down because they were going to get a delay a game. Like, that is, that's an organizational issue. Early in the game, they, they are forced to punt. They trot the punt team out there. They have to burn a timeout because they were going to get a delay a game on a punt. After the Xavier Betts bomb, Scott Frost talked about this in, in the press conference. They, they hit the long pass. They get it all the way down inside the 20-yard line. On that first down, they're all confused because apparently the trips formation signal got came in, something went awry. They didn't want to burn another timeout, so Martinez has to, down 23-9, has to just, he didn't want to take another timeout, so he gets the snap on first down and just takes a quarterback draw to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that was the possession where they ended up throwing the pick on fourth down when the unbelievable play, but, like, those are organizational issues, and, like, it's just the same stuff. Like at one point, do we sit there and go, this is really concerning that we're three and a half years in and yes, the defense is getting better. Yes, I think you saw flashes with all the healthy weapons, Betts, Manning, Vokalek, 
all those guys on the field, how this offense gets to be at least respectable, and you can see what they're trying to do. But like you said a second ago, until the until the details and the self-inflicted stuff gets better, it, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I always go back to what Trev Albert said when we talked to him last month about the championship details, the granular things, yes. right? We can talk about these nice big plays to Betts and Volkolak, and, and that's all great, but the little things like opening your first drive with two false starts. How how does that happen? How do you have four? Right? You had four penalties on your first drive. Three of them were false starts. Three false starts. Three of them were false starts in, a, in an offense that really doesn't create a lot of big plays, and they created more in this game than they have, but the number of times that that happens where you just go, how do you even have a shot? So it's, you know, the penalty, what is it, seven penalties, 80 yards or eight penalties, 70 yards, whatever the number is, you've got that, you've got the missed field goals, you've got the PAT, just those, those little things where it becomes a challenge to get to a point mentally where you believe those are ever going away. Right. Yeah. And without those going away, you got no shot, and you're going to be having this same conversation, which I feel like we've had. Like, I think Nebraska played a really good game. Like, I was, I was incredibly impressed. I thought Martinez was terrific. The defense is, is, is playing as well, as, if not better than you could have hoped before the season began, yet it's, it's always a handful of things. Yeah. And uh, – that are so easy to say. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, like they're easy to say. Like, man, all they got to do is just clean up a little bit of the special teams, a little bit of the penalties, and and here we go, right? But we've been saying that for three and a half years, and it's not getting any better. It's like for me, like all I got to do is lose like twenty pounds. It's like, what if I can't? Right. Right. Like, what if this is the best that I have to offer you? Right. 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 Or or what if the plan you have to lose 20 pounds isn't working? You've been on this plan and this diet for three and a half years and you've lost exactly zero pounds. Right. Like that's pretty much what this is. And so that's that's the thing that I struggle with. Like, again, I think overall, I don't know how anybody couldn't walk away from that game. Let's be honest. Everybody wrote that down as a loss. Most thought it could sure. have had an opportunity to get really, really ugly. Scott Frost tried to get out of the game. Tried to get out of the game. Scott was- Frost tried to get out of the game. Now, here's, here's one of the things that I left that game going. If he had gotten out of the game, would you really know as much about your team as you do right now? I know. Isn't that weird? Like, I know the moral victories. You don't want to be doing those things, but... You leave this game knowing a lot about your team, and maybe, just maybe, your team did better than even you thought they would in the preseason. Right. Right? Right. Because you, you tried to get out of it because you wanted to get a win. You, you could have had this win, but you wouldn't know that if you got out of it, right? Like, exactly. this, this is why you play these games. Totally. And that's why I was actually, you, you think like me, I was actually going to get a tweet fired up. You know, you start, like, thinking, like, it was actually when Nebraska scored and you thought they were going to kick the extra point to have it be 14 to 10, but then the extra point gets blocked. And because even Gus Johnson, you know, Gus, when Gus feels an upset coming, he's like, people, we got a, we got a game in Norman. You know, he could, you could feel he thought it was going right. to, I was, I was thinking about, did Brett McMurphy, like, I thought, is Nebraska going to win this game? And did Brett McMurphy, change the trajectory of Scott Frost's program by breaking the story that they tried to get out of the OU game so they didn't get out of the OU game and they played in it and then went oh, on yeah, to win okay. the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But obviously right. that didn't happen. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I just... It's a weird game to walk away from to know exactly how you want to frame it in your mind, right? Like... Okay, is it absolutely, you know, you feeling everybody feeling great about it? Is everybody feeling good about, you know, where this thing is headed or is it is it kind of the same old stuff of it just doesn't feel good like there's just no evidence that any of the any of the self-inflicted stuff's going away. Right. There's That's just it. no evidence That's of it. it. It's You know, we joke about how it's with different coaches, they're just good enough to keep their job, but not bad enough to fire. And I'm not saying Scott Frost is that. I'm just using it as an yeah. analogy of this team is is showing you enough warts to make you feel bad, but showing you enough bright spots to keep your hope up. Yep. Right. 
And it just, it's like every once in a while they pull you back in. Right. Right. With an opportunity. And to the point, I think you were making the other, the other day here that now, okay, let's find out. You're going to find out what's legit here pretty soon when you get into big 10 play and go up against a coach at Michigan state who I tweeted out on Saturday, I said, I can't, you have to buy the stock in Michigan state as soon as you can, if you haven't already, because he knows what his team wants to be. His team is bought in. He's had more than 20 transfers come in since January and still has a culture and foundation and identity laid out where you're going to, Again, I, I know the cliche, hey, we're going to learn more about this team next game. Well, you kind of learn it's cliche because it's true. But with Michigan State coming up, you're going to find out if you were a fool for believing anything or if your cynicism was correct in Norman. All right, a quick time out here from this Emmy Award-winning podcast to tell you about teammates. Uh, there are a lot of folks out there who, maybe people our age, maybe even a little bit older, who say, hey, I, I feel like I want to give back. And then there are a lot of kids who are wondering, when is someone going to be there for me? When can I get helped? When can someone invest in me? Well, it's time for those worlds to collide because there's a lot of both, and that's where Teammates comes in. It's a school-based mentoring program where mentors and mentees meet in school once a week to to build a friendship that can really last a lifetime. Yeah, and in a recent survey, almost 90% of mentees say they are proud to be in teammates and the teammates organization they serve all kids any kid in grades 3 through 12 can be a mentee the mentors they're safe caring adults you don't have to be an expert you just have to be there and listen chick due to the pandemic there are thousands of kids who have had to wait quite some time for a year or two for a mentor if you want to get involved it's a worthy cause Go to teammates.org. That's teammates.org to get involved. Absolutely. Head to teammates.org. Find out how you can give back. Again, they serve all kids. Any kid, grades 3 through 12, can be a mentee. It's time for you to be a mentor. To apply, go to teammates.org. And and here's what else is hard. In some ways, Mel Tucker is the counterpoint to a lot of stuff. Everybody talks, we, we've said things like, this team just needs to learn how to win. Well, okay, how come Mel Tucker in his first year at Colorado in 2019 was able to come back from 17 points down at halftime against Nebraska and win? How come he was able to do it, but it's just really elusive for Nebraska, right? Oh, it just takes time to get it going. Okay, how come Mel Tucker in year two at Michigan State, he can go on the road and listen, let's not make Miami out to be the greatest team in the world, but how come he? How come Michigan State and Mel Tucker in year two can go on the road and dominate Miami when Nebraska can't do the equivalent of that? And so it's right, plus four in turnovers, right? Right. Like so, it just gets to be this. You know, you 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 can talk yourself into these these narratives and these things as you're trying to rationalize or explain away some of the the shortcomings with Nebraska when you just look at Mel Tucker and I don't want to make Mel Tucker out to be you know Mike Ditka or anything like that but like you just look at Mel Tucker he's been able to do all the things that everybody around here paints like they're climbing Mount Everest right like and so it's just it's a weird scenario for Nebraska like what's our, our boy Joel Klatt and I say our boy because he's a former buff so he's your boy, yeah. and he's a and you, and he's your fox, and he's yeah. a fox yeah. guy. So he's my boy. So he's our boy. But I'm not sure if you saw his little little uh, take on Twitter after the game, where it was on camera, where he talked about he thinks Nebraska is vastly improved. He he urged all Husker fans to stay patient, and that he even called. Nebraska is going to beat one of Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, or Iowa down the stretch. That's what Klatt thinks. And Klatt's not typically a, you know, a blow smoke up your you-know-what kind of a guy. So I guess I, I say that not to uh, just to be like, man, there's so many different ways you can view this thing. And you can talk your way out of all of them. And you can talk your way into all of them. But... That's the beauty of sports is starting next week, we're going to find out what's real and what's not probably. 
you could talk your way in and out of things because Nebraska's been living in the gray for so many years. Yeah. There's no, you know, the wins, oh, well, there's, it wasn't perfect. The losses, oh, what could have been? Or that doesn't cancel out that terrible loss. And, oh, I still don't know. Nebraska needs to start being judged on did you win or did you lose? Right, right. Nebraska fans have become just living in the minutia of every game, which, again, they only played 12 of them, so you got to talk about how they did it. But it needs to be W or L pass fail. And that's how we're going to have to start grading this team right. because right. you're just you just drive yourself crazy with this. And the Joe Clatt, I want to I want to pull up what he said here about uh, Nebraska. Let me play I, know this. It was, I, I think that there's probably more to talk about on on the side of Nebraska, and and I just want to address the Nebraska fan base. I understand that you're growing impatient. I understand that it has been tough to watch this rebuild, but I would just encourage you. Um, by stating that that team is really good that I saw on the t- uh, on the field today. Uh, defensively, they're tough. Offensively, they played r- very efficient at the skill position. Uh, obviously, the offensive lines need to clean some things up. This came this came down genuinely to special teams. Nebraska, you lost the game because of two missed field goals and a blocked extra point. Th- that's it. It's a seven point game. You did enough to beat Oklahoma on the road, they're the number three team in the country, save for the kicking game. So it, it is closer than you think. I understand that it's tough. I do. I get it. For 30 years, you guys finished the AP poll ranked. 23 of those 33 years, you were ranked in the top 10 to finish the season. And, and listen, I know you want to compete for national championships, and, and you want the era of the Osbournes and the Devaney's back. I understand. But just – Understand that this was a a very deep hole that Scott Frost and his staff was trying to build out of. This team is way better than they were even last year when Gus and I called their game against Ohio State. They're tougher. They're cleaner. All of those different things. It's it's at that moment where they're going to have a tipping point into winning some of these games. Their last eight football games, uh, the losses that they've had are by a total, total of 28 points. So they're 28 points away from having an eight-game win streak. I'm telling you, it's this close. It's a razor's edge. They clean up just a couple of things. They are right there. So Nebraska fans, be patient, because I believe still that Scott Frost and this group of experienced players is going to have a big win coming down the stretch of this season. They're going to beat one of the following teams, Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa, or Wisconsin. I fully believe that in my heart, that they will get one of those big wins moving forward. Um, we'll see if they can. Uh, that's the first time I'd, I'd heard that. I think he makes a lot of good points. Yeah. Um, and the point is about the points, right? It's about, hey, you've been, you've been close. But to our point of, hey, it's in the DNA, how do you get that out of it? The championship, the good teams find a way to win. The bad teams find a way to lose. And Nebraska continues to find new ways to lose these games. And painfully, they're not very new. It just keeps happening again and again. I will say to his point, those four, if they go one and three, they're not making a bowl game. Right. In those, in those four. That's the challenge. Like, hey, you could win one of those four. Well, I would hope you win one of those four. Well, and, Chick, before uh, the season, you know, but, this Michigan State game was one of the quote-unquote easier, I mean, one of the easier games. And now, I mean, really, I mean, you're going to get Purdue and Northwestern at home you you would think those those are you, you would hope you're going to win those games, although they've traditionally been tough games for Nebraska. But even then, you win those two games, you're at four. Now now you got to between Michigan State, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Michigan. You got to win two of those games just to get to a bowl game. That's hard, and I don't know. I mean, again, it's just I keep on on this glass half full, glass half empty thing. Like that eight games by a, losing by a total of 28 points like yeah you could paint that and be like that a hey man really close but at some point there's a reason that you are that you keep adding to that streak right there, there's a reason why you keep on losing close and you can chalk it up it sounds so easy and I've been guilty of this this is a part of the reason I've continued to stay and I'm still like I'm still think this thing's headed like I, I am feeling good about where this stuff is headed for the most part, but at the same time, I have been guilty of 
making it sound it sounds so easy to just say, man, it's gotta clean up some of the some of the offensive line stuff, a few of the self-inflicted things, get a decent kicker, man, and you are in business. All that stuff sounds really, really easy to say, but apparently it's really, really hard to do. It shouldn't be as hard as it's being made to look. Right. At this point. Again, exhibit A, Mel Tucker. Yeah. Uh, did he inherit something maybe a little bit better? Maybe. Maybe. But I it's mean, not like he's got – I mean, maybe. But like, you, that's another excuse. Right. Right? That's right. another excuse. I mean, Scott Frost has had four – this is the fourth year, and you've got tw- top 25 classes. Recruit well, coach him up, put it out there. You should be making bowl games. I, I mean, that's, the, that's the bare minimum here. I don't, I don't know if you disagree with this. I do think the offense looked – if they get all of their skill weapon guys healthy and on the field, which you saw Betts, Manning, Vokalek, mm-hmm. all in the equation, they still need to get Oliver Martin, who led them in receiving at Illinois with 100 yards. Like, if you get, I mean, get, don't hear me in my heart. I'm not trying to say this is, you know, this is the greatest show on turf here. Like, but if you get Allen, Vokalek, Manning, Betts, Ture, and Martin. That's a that's a decent picture from a skill position standpoint that I I, I was a little like eh, everybody's kind of pointing to a lot of these skill position guys. They haven't really proven much, but at least for me, I thought on Saturday those guys being in the equation changed how how this offense could operate. The special teams is is an obvious deal that needs to somehow get fixed. I don't know how you fix a kicker. I, I really don't. I don't that's either. really a tough thing. It's not like, hey, let's work on your technique. Let's work on your footwork. Like, you either have it from the neck up or you're done, right? That's, yep. really, that's really it. But the success of this team will be defined on how well the offensive line does. I still think they check the box at quarterback. They check the box at the skill positions. They check the box on defense. It's going to be about that offensive line. Yep. And uh, to this point, it's been very inconsistent. Martinez had some time, had some areas where he had a lot of time. They had some running lanes at some points. There are other times where it reminded you of the problems of Nebraska uh, right now. And so that's kind of where this is at, and I, and I think that could be a difference here coming up against Michigan State on Saturday. Did you see you that me line? To pick the game right now, I'm picking Michigan State. Do you see the line for, for Michigan like State and Nebraska? Or three. It was, it was Michigan State by three. three. Okay. was at least the Circa Sportsbook opening Okay. Line. So that's maybe a little – I don't know. On, on paper, you think, well, this Michigan State blew out Northwestern – they blew out right. Miami on the road. Nebraska lost to Illinois. Like you, I don't know. You would think that that line would have been a little bigger. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a fascinating game, man. Fascinating. Let me see what FPI believes here. Uh, if I could scroll down. So FPI, Football Power Index, they've got Michigan State at a 12.7, and they've got Nebraska at a 7.5, which would mean on a neutral field – it's about five point difference, Michigan State advantage. Okay. So this is a neutral field five. So home oh. field another two or three in college. So this line is probably about four or five lower than I would I you would yeah. anticipate. Yeah, right. uh, The metrics would give you there. But um, a couple of a uh, couple of notes from the uh, the Oklahoma game. Yeah, twenty three points, the fewest they've scored in a win since twenty thirteen. Uh, the 23 points, the fewest they've scored in any game under Lincoln Riley. They had scored at least 27 points, 65 straight games. Wow. 65 straight games. So I know we, you kind of poo-poo moral victories, but there there is a lot here. And I think you could hear it with Scott Frost afterwards. He seemed genuinely pleased mm-hmm. after the game. And I think that's okay. I think he – you have to start somewhere, and he likes the fight that he showed that, – that, They've shown it's one thing to do it against the top five team, quote unquote. I don't think Oklahoma's a top five I don't team. Either. AP voters disagree, but but then again, see what happens against uh, against Michigan State. Uh, do we want to uh, give a little taste of what we heard? Of course uh, we do during the game. Come on, man, you're you're holding out on me. Give it to me. Okay, there are some good uh, some good moments here during the game from the uh, Nebraska radio crew, which I just I think Greg Sharp and Matt Davison. I wish they could get more national recognition. I mean, look, this chicken Nick pod is doing a lot. Doing our best we can. But they provide a lot of a lot of good things, and they're doing some good things. 
He, he's doing some good things out there. Okay. This is the Martinez to Manning touchdown. Boy, that was a long time coming. Here we go. Adrian gets the shotgun snap. Holding, looking, looking, holding, holding. Now guns toward the end zone. Passes. Caught. Touchdown. Omar Manning. What a grab in the end zone. And the Huskers have six more points. What a throw and catch. Yes. Was he clapping initially? Was that clapping from Greg or Matt? No. No, he was slapping him. Guns toward the end zone. Passes. Caught. Touchdown. Omar Manning. What a grab in the end zone. Just starts, he just starts pummeling Greg. The more points Nebraska <laughs> scores. Greg, just, Greg fought through the call with the slap. Omar Manning. <laughs> just slapping his cheek. Slapping his face. Right as Omar Manning you gonna keep You going to keep slapping him, Matt? Yes. All right. Did you notice how much time? I mean, talk about the offensive line. How much time? Listen, they were giving him Martinez. Adrian gets the shotgun snap. Holding, looking, looking, holding, 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 looking, looking, holding, 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 looking, looking. Now guns toward the end zone. Passes. Caught. Touchdown. Omar Manning. It's a lot of time. That's like It's like a good seven seconds in the pocket there, you know? <laughs> looking, looking, holding, holding, looking, looking, holding, holding. <laughs> Looking, looking, holding, holding, looking, looking, holding, looking, holding, 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 looking, looking, holding, 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 looking, looking. Now guns toward the end zone. Greg Sharp holding a menu. Can't decide what he wants to eat. And what'll you have, sir? What would you like tonight? Looking, looking, holding, 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 looking, looking, holding, holding. We'll come back. We'll come back. Give you a few more minutes. Just give me a minute here, please. Would you? Martinez. Touchdown. You can hear a clap, I think. And uh, Davison's signature phrase. Adrian follows the blockers to the one, to the goal line. Touchdown, Nebraska. Huskers back in this thing. It's 14-9. Yes. <laughs> Is that real, Matt? He did it again. <laughs> there are a lot of slappage. Goal line. Touchdown, Nebraska. Huskers back in this thing. It's 14-9. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> an awkward amount of time elapsed before the yes, first of all. And are we sure what slapping is happening? We need some I, investigating going on. Who is Matt? Like, is he slapping Greg? Is he slapping himself? Is he clapping? What's happening? Is he, is he lifting up his shirt and slapping his own belly? Nebraska Huskers back in this thing. It's 14-9. You slapping your own self there, Matt? Yes. All right. Sheesh. There's a lot happening oh, there. Oh, man. Lot. Greg Sharp is getting just assaulted by Matt, Matty D. <laughs> he is. Pink-bellied. Um, so we have that. We have – there's a, another thing I want to get to. But this was the missed field goal oh, no. against Oklahoma. No, I know that doesn't narrow it down. I was going to say. We're, try to pull the Oscars to within a point. Snap down. The kick is up, and the kick is no – He good. missed it. No Unbelievable. Good. He's one for three today. Heck of a drive, no points, missed field goal. Fairberry Hot Dogs giving you a chance to have a Herbie. Okay, all right. Hold on. No, is that real? It's really tough to go into a read. Like, you got to, it's right before break. You got to hit this read. He's just missed a field goal against the top five team of the nation, and you got to go Fairberry. And you can hear there's clapping here. Now I'm really confused. There is some clapping, but it's like maybe a. You know, kind of when you yeah, get your like, hands ah, together. Dang it. A dang it clap. Yes. Yeah. There, I think there's a dang it clap here. He's one for three today. Oh, my goodness. What is happening? Two dang it claps. He's one for three today. Oof. Oof. And you usually don't get it's one dang it clap. Two dang it claps don't really happen that much. But that was probably sharp knowing he had to get into the Fairberry Reef. He's one for three today. Heck of a drive, no points, missed field goal. Fairberry Hot Dogs giving you a chance to have a Herbie. You think Fairberry is thrilled with that placement? Like Everyone now is angry right. listening to Fairberry Hot Dogs. Right, and the field goal is no good. All hope is lost. Things are extremely bleak. I don't think I've ever been more depressed or sad than I've ever been in this moment. Fairbury Hot Dogs are the proud sponsor of Nebraska Footman. I mean, Well, you just lost your job and 
Sally left you, took the kids with you, took the car, and probably not going to be able to to live in the same house again. And now you'll have to move out on your own and be a lone, desolate, lonely old man for the rest of your days. Well, Fairberry Hot Dogs missed field goal. Fairberry Hot Dogs giving you a chance to have a Herbie. Such poorly timed Fairberry Hot Dog. Are they the they're the missed field goal sponsor? Probably saw camp. I don't know. And, that yeah, mu- I don't know. I mean, thought Culp's going to miss a few. We want to. We want to get a lot of those in. You know. Every time there's a missed field goal, Fairberry wants in. False start. Brought to you by Fairberry. First and ten. Start the game. Whoop! Oh, false start. Brought to you by Fairberry Hot Dogs. All right. First and first and fifteen coming up here. False start. Number two. False start. Brought to you by Fairberry Hot Dogs. I mean, they had four false starts. Someone's missing a big opportunity to sponsor the false starts. It's another one step forward, two steps back. Brought to you by Dorothy Lynch. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot there. You got any more clapping um, and let me s- slapping Greg Sharp? And I do here. I do. Uh, here's a. I think this will be the last thing uh, that we do here. But the last minute to ninety seconds, Davison is essentially. Just externally, he's coaching the team. He's a fan. He's a coach. He's a parent. He's a brother. He's a teammate. He's everything in this final minute. It's really incredible. And I want you, and I cut it up a little bit, but not much. Okay. Okay? This is fairly legitimate. This is 83 seconds of Matt Davison. Adrian claps the hands, gets the snap. Back of the pocket, Beerlash gets hit. Oh, oh my sacked. goodness. Back at the 10. Run back. Sacked. The wide receivers have to run back fast. The clock is running. Get up. Perry Get will... up. Clock rolling. 38. Line up. They stopped the clock because of personnel changes here. Get lined up. All right. Second down and 17 from the 10. Snap back to Martinez. Has it. Has it. Throws it out in the flat. No, Allen makes the catch. Across the 15, get back up to the 16-yard line, third down and 11. Got to throw it past the sticks. It's, it's taking too much time. Huskers quickly get lined up. 24 yeah. seconds left in the game. Snap back to Adrian. Looking for Omar. somebody to throw. Stepping through, gets hit and sacked again as Bonito hits him and that's drops him. And that's going to end the game. Boy, that's disappointing. Can't protect him. It's fourth down. Huskers might be able to get one more snap. Three seconds, two they do. Final play of the game coming up. Martinez steps up, throws it in over the middle. Pass caught by Run behind him. And to the 25, and he goes down. That's the ball game. And the Huskers' upset bid here on the road against the third-ranked Sooners will not take place today. Oklahoma survives 23-16. And, man, there will be a lot of what-ifs on this. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even know what to hang it in the Louvre. All you could do is just sit and just be amazed at what that broadcast booth must have been like. Here's Matt Davison, who's won a national championship with Nebraska, knows what it takes to win a national championship, and knows what he's watching is not championship-caliber material, especially when it comes to effort and getting to the line and the the throw it to Omar. Throw it to Omar. Okay. Throw it to Omar. Like, he's talking over Sharp's call. Like, right. Sharp is trying to paint the picture, and he's a, I don't know. Does Davison have a headset? It, can he communicate with Adrian? I honestly – well, I honestly think in that moment, Matt just committed to, like, I'm not calling the game anymore. I have I have put down <laughs> the radio I, – I, he might have taken off his headset and just been like, I, I am just going to treat this as if I am, like you said, I am a teammate, I am a coach, I am a parent, I am a fan. I'm no longer calling this game as a radio analyst. And I loved every minute of it. Looking for somebody to to Omar. Run behind. I love the end of Ramir Johnson. Run behind him. Over the middle, pass caught by Ramir. Run behind him. (laughs) Run behind him. It's not over yet. Run behind him. A lateral to Run behind him. Throw it away. Is there anything more frustrating than than watching a player just get tackled on the last play of a game? Chick. Is that like as you're watching this, 
you go, you know, if you get tackled, this thing's over. Are you just done? Have you, are you all tuckered out? Are we done playing this game? You're done. You have decided. This player has decided the game is over. You know, He's like, made the decision. This sounds like, you know, like a, you know, you do radio topics like, all right, ultimate sport pet peeves, 951-1620. What's your biggest <laughs> pet peeve in sports? It could be anything. What is it? 951-1620. Like, on, Bo Rude's number one pet peeve is what you just laid out. Like, how do you just just f- either fumble or just throw it? What, how do you just go down with the ball? Who cares? If you fumble and they pick it up and go run for a touchdown, who cares? I don't understand how you just go down. I don't get it. Even mo- even I don't know. run behind him. Run, run behind him. Run behind him. Run behind him. Someone run behind him. And now, if someone runs behind him, does he even care? Because he's not even looking. He's like, look, I'm making the executive decision. This guys, he just walks into the room. Guys, the game's over. Okay, we had our chances. We lost. We missed kicks. We're done with this. I'm going down. I'm gonna get tackled. The game is over. I run behind him. No, we're not running behind me. I'm going down. Right. Don't waste your breath. It's like, no, no, no. It is bedtime. No more no more football. We're done. Got it. We're done. That's pretty much it's like the parent that we've all had to come in and like break up the game. Pretty much that's where Amir Johnson did anything. It's like, no, no, no. We had our time. I gave you a warning. <laughs> I said five more minutes. That was ten minutes ago. We're done. I'm going down. All right. I mean, it's ridiculous. You had your chance, and you blew it. This is it. I gave you a warning. That's right. You slapped your brother. I told you if you did it again. We're done. Look, look we missed three kicks. Right. It's over. I run behind him. No, we're not no, running anymore. No, no, no. Throw it to Omar. No. Looking Throw it to for Omar. Somebody... <laughs> Looking Throw it to for Omar. Somebody... No, we're not doing Throw that. We're Omar. done. Okay? It's over. We've had fun. We tried. It's over. Here's the montage. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something. Does this sound like when you're trying to get seven or eight kids in your preschool to get in line? Get up. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. (laughs) Here's pop quiz. Is Matt Davidson talking about a football game or is he actually a, a kindergarten teacher trying to get kids to come in to the classroom? Line up. Get lined up. Is Matt Davison talking about offensive personnel getting lined up and receivers so they can take another snap? Or is he trying to wake his 13-year-old for school? Get up. Get up. (laughs) You tell me. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. Get up. Line up. There was a part of that where in the call itself, Greg Sharp does say they did a good job of getting lined up that time. No, he didn't. He says it. Huskers quickly get lined up. (laughs) There's the there's the diffusing the situation. It's taking too much time. Huskers quickly get lined up. (laughs) That's like one of those like shut up. That's like a. A radio, a radio call thing where you're like, just shut up, just shut up with this lined up thing. We know, okay. That's it. They did. They're fine right now. Huskers quickly get lined up. All right. <laughs> Ramir Johnson shut it down. He shut it down. He walked Ramir- in, unplugged the Nintendo 64, took away the Capri Suns. We're done. We're done. Okay. There's Throw it to Omar. Fighting. No, no, no. We're not throwing it to Omar. Looking Throw it to for Omar. No. Run, hey, playing that game of tag. Run behind him. Don't do that. Run, run behind him. Don't do that. We're done. Okay? We're done. And then with that missed field goal. Do you have Matt it? Davison was like, like, I can't believe it. Like, this is just unbelievable that we could do this. He, is. Okay. he missed it. No unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Is it unbelievable? Get though? lined up. Get lined up. Get up. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. I can't. He's done with it. He's done with it. I mean, if Matt, this is Matt Davison 
interviewing for being the kindergarten teacher at an elementary school. Be like, all right, it says here your name is Matt Davison. Okay, and you want to be an elementary school teacher. Give me, give me. Let's do a little role playing here. What would it sound like? How would you handle kids monkeying around? Can't get them organized to make sure they they move on and and get out in an orderly fashion. Just what would that sound like? Line up. Get lined up. Ooh, wow. Can you start on Monday? That's the best I've ever heard in my life. The job is yours. Just a quick follow-up here before we do the uh, final part of the interview. What if you had like two or three kids that are just wrestling on the floor and you just need it to stop so that you can go on to the next activity? What would you say? Get up. Get up. You're hired. From 200 yards up in the press box, shouting, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Line up. Shut up. (laughs) Get up. Line up. Don't give up. (laughs) Ramir. Get up. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. (laughs) I tell you. Very sharp. There's a lot of bullets flying up there. Yep, he is right. sharp as the steadying ship. Does a great job there. Uh, that is fantastic. Shouts to Fairbury Hot Dogs, um, though, too. You know, yeah. No, oh, it's uh, that's outstanding. Any uh, big picture things that you want to hit on oh, before we uh, say goodbye? Uh, or I know there's the thought: is that are there any good teams uh, in college football? I don't think Alabama's allowed to play a close, close game. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, are we, I don't know. Overreact to Bama. Full disclosure, I didn't get to see any of that game, so sometimes you look at the final score and that may not be a totally a, a great indicator yeah. of, of how a team looked. But 21 to 3. Yeah, I, 21 to 3, and then Florida was really ran the ball well in the second half. I don't, think, uh, I don't think Alabama rushed for 100 yards in the game. So, yeah. Look at you. That's all I have. I mean, you know, I host game day. I mean, you know, you got to know these things. Uh, they Alabama, I don't know, they Rush for like 144 yards or something like that. I think whatever, 644 days or something like that exactly, but. <laughs> so true. I kind of did that. I don't think they rushed for 100 yards. Like it was 91, 91, something like that. I think whatever, 644 days or something like that exactly, but. <laughs> no, but last thing. Oh, I will say, and I this isn't to take away necessarily too much from Nebraska, but like. The whole topic of are there any good teams? If Oklahoma's a top five team, then there are not very many good teams because that I I again now part of this could be Nebraska. Like Nebraska did a good job in yeah, slowing them down. You don't want to chant overrated to Oklahoma because right, then it away. takes away. I know, you know, I know. But when you then think about the Tulane game combined with that, like how good is this team? I don't know, but we'll see. Line up, Matt. Get line. Get up. Get lined up. Line up. Get lined up. I think we know what the title of this is going to be. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious. I did. I, I tweeted out my top ten. I did have Alabama, Georgia, Oregon at three, Penn State at four, Iowa at five. And then it's like, I don't know. I put Oklahoma at six, but that's probably too high. Uh, Cincinnati at seven, A&M at eight, Ohio State at nine, Clemson at ten. Clemson, I mean, I'd put. I, I, if I had to do it over again, I'd put Ole Miss in the top ten over Clemson. See? I mean, you know, I mean, just Clemson just isn't. Like people have these preconceived notions, and I probably fall into that trap too. I gotta, I gotta really clean it up, clean up, clean, clean it up, up. Get, up. get up, line up, get lined up. Did you hear what Alex Grinch said? By the way, after the game, no. Alex Grinch, defensive coordinator, at Oklahoma. Remember, we talked last week. Uh, you're gonna spy on him. You almost have to. It's, it's just keep him in the pocket. Don't let him scramble. Don't let him get those big yards and make him beat you with his arm, right? And because they don't really have a lot of downfield threats. Well. They had some downfield threats, and Grinch talked about kind of the strategy and then gave some praise. I thought this was worth uh, kind of ending the show with. Well, I mean, that's why he's a starting quarterback in Nebraska and, and has, has been uh, in that role for a number of years. There's so much involved in it. You know, because you won the football game, it's easy for me to say, okay, make him beat you with, with his arm. And he darn near did. And I give him a lot of credit for that. You look down at the call sheet and you say, okay, how many guys do we need to spy him? You know, and then how many times do you want to play man coverage with guys' backs turned to him? You know, but how many times you want to be in zone? Because if he scrambles around, then we got to find someone in coverage. And then how many times you want to rush four? Can we get home with four? Do we need to blitz and again? If if he breaks contain and, and you you pressure with five, there's one less guy to get him. So there is all that. 
And, and so, you know, it, it was a major commitment to not allow him to get loose. You know, when they win football games, he rushes for over 100 yards. But uh, a lot of respect for Coach Frost, what he does offensively, the constant conflict. Today they used a bunch of tight ends, which they hadn't used a lot this year, which was an added kind of, uh, I guess, piece for us defensively. Um, so, no, it was a, a, a tremendous challenge uh, uh, th- throughout, uh, throughout the game. Much respect, again, to Coach Frost. Uh, and, and then that offensive staff, and then uh, obviously at, at the quarterback, he played one of his better games. Gosh, they just love everybody here. Oklahoma and Nebraska, they just love each other. love fest. Yeah. I mean, Frost said he roots, said he roots for Oklahoma. Yeah. Every, I root for Oklahoma every time, except when they're playing us. The Garrett. Which is never, so I root for them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the Grinch. Shut up. Line up. Get up. Terrible. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. From here on out, I think if we're ever really, which is going to be all the time, if we if this show is ever getting really off the rails and we need to get straightened out, I think we know what needs to be played. I'm with you. And I think uh, I think this will be the way we do it. Uh, we did uh, conduct a poll. People would like to hear Scott Frost and Tyler McKinney at the end of the show. Uh, creates a little more work, but I guess we'll do that. Uh, but I... <laughs> I do need to hear Matt Davison again whenever we kind of hit a lull or we just need to get back on track. We'll have Matt Davison tell us to get our stuff in order. Uh, we're we're going to be done here. Get up. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that. Shit and Nick. Yeah. Shit and Nick. Yeah. Shit and Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Get lined up. Why well, are you talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing? A Huda Media Production.